Let's pray. God, however you plan to fix all this, we want to be there when you do. And we're waiting because you promised that you would. So we take you at your word that all this conflict that we live in is one day going to be over. In the meantime, we ask that you still do what you've always done in vindicating the wrong, setting the captives free, and bringing peace in ways that only you can that Jesus himself said is beyond our understanding. We're not asking to understand. We just want to be there to see it, and we want to be there to be a part of it, and we thank you for inviting us to that and that we can be a part of that. And so we talk to you about these things, and we ask you these things, and we tell you what we want to see and who we want to be in the name of Jesus. Amen. So in the movie Forrest Gump, Jenny was a little girl who lived in an abusive home. One day her friend Forrest came over to play, but Jenny was in obvious distress. She grabbed Forrest's hand, ran with him into the cornfield to get away from her abusive father, and when she did not know what to do, she stopped. She fell to her knees, looked at her friend, grabbed his hand, and said, Pray with me, Forrest, pray with me. And then Jenny started to pray. Dear God, make me a bird so I can fly far, far, far away from here. And she said it again. Dear God, make me a bird so I can fly far, far, far away from here. Of course, the Psalms want a little more than just to get away. They pray big words of vindication like Psalm 72. May God defend the cause of the poor people and deliverance to the needy and crush the oppressor. But it is also Jesus on the cross who prays for those same oppressors. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. All this conflict talk leaves me feeling so conflicted. Such a record of wars and conflicts and battles and hostile takeovers. Have we learned nothing? This is the question we ask ourselves in the presence of God when it seems that generation after generation, we never stop fighting. When is a generation finally going to come along that said, okay, thank you all for teaching us. We're not going to do that anymore. History reminds us time and time again that conflict usually leads to nothing but more conflict. Yes, While there may be a time for war, nine times out of ten, it's better to choose the path of peace. The 
Amish have a saying, though, that will stop us in our peaceful tracks, at least for a second. In order to have less conflict, sometimes you have to have more conflict. And that should get our attention, given the Amish's reputation for peace. Have we learned nothing? Why do we keep fighting? I mean, that's a big question for us to answer as a church, and frankly, that's not really why we're here. But let's say for a moment that we are here for that. Then let us fight for what is right, what is just, what is pure, what is praiseworthy. Let us fight for those who cannot defend themselves, and if nothing more, be busy being about the business of wiping away all tears from all eyes, since that seems to be the business that God is in, wiping away tears. Have we learned nothing? Well, on a personal level, peace is worth our time. There is hope and peace for all the times we are wronged, for all the internal battles each one of us fights within ourselves, and for those times when I admit that I did somebody wrong. And it is peace that we can always put into action, no matter what. I've been wronged, if we've been wronged, if y'all have been wronged, if we've wronged you, we can always choose the path of peace. But sometimes freedom turns out differently than we picture. You know, we picture how things are going to turn out, and most of the time it turns out a little bit differently. In Forrest Gump, Forrest tells us, that after Jenny prayed that she become a bird so that she could fly far, far, far away, God did not turn Jenny into a bird. Instead, God sent the police to take her to her grandma's house. Signs and wonders. If separation and reunion as a worldview taught us that out of Luke 15, Sometimes God comes running for us. Sometimes we have to find the lost coin on our own, and sometimes we come running to each other. Well, then this particular worldview called conflict and vindication does the same exact thing. And I'm really trying to preach these as here's this worldview, here's what it teaches, here's what you might identify with, and here's what we do. But just to tip my hand a little bit just to show you what's inside me as I'm trying to preach all these. In my, you know, papers and my tests that I took, I am so heavy on one, separation and reunion, and two, conflict and vindication. I feel separated from God, from the world and all that, and I think that heaven is one big happy reunion. I also look at the world and see it as a place of tremendous conflict. And I'll tell you, some days, if it wasn't for the promise of Jesus and for who Jesus is and what Jesus continues to bring us, I'd want to throw in the towel. 
really would, but I don't. And I hold on, and a lot of it is because of the stuff that we're talking about today. And by the way, I want to say that vindication needs more words. It's not enough. Not for the biblical witness of this theological world that happens. It's one thing to be vindicated or cleared of wrong. This is bigger than that. This part of it is bigger than that. This is this way of thinking about God in the world, our salvation and our role in all of this. We need to think of it bigger as conflict and peace. And also conflict and freedom. This is the big picture ending of Revelation 21, the new heaven, the new earth, the final vindication, peace, freedom, and the loud voice in heaven proclaiming this. And keep in mind, this is not an earthly prophet speaking these words in Revelation 21. This is a voice in heaven saying these things in Revelation 21. Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people and He will dwell with them. They will be His people and God Himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. And I can't wait for the day when God makes everything new. I do believe that we catch glimpses and that God is in the process of making all this come to pass. But I want to see all of it happen. I want to be there on the day when God sets all captives free. And I really want to be there on the day when God, however God does it, turns all swords and guns and shovels and sticks and however else we use these weapons, every single one of them turns into plowshares. I can't wait to see that happen. But we're still in the not yet. This is where we live. We're in the not yet. And so sometimes, like an impatient Jenny who cannot wait for God to turn her into a bird, she decides to fly far, far away on her own. You ever done that? You ever gone running? Because the conflicts continue. Conflicts continue around the world, in our nation, the people we're with day to day, and sometimes in our very own hearts. And we keep hearing echoes of Romans 12 reminding us on this particular day to replace conflict with peace, remembering that as Jesus followers, Romans 12 does in fact teach us, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Mm. I wish that verse wasn't in the Bible. I don't like it. Because I'm the kind of theologian that I'm like, God, I want to see you turn 
swords into plowshares. Come on, God, do your thing. And Oh, maybe God wants me to do some of that. Maybe I'm supposed to try to live at peace with everyone. Man, God, really? Yeah. Some of it's up to us. Sometimes God comes running. Sometimes we're the woman with ten coins who lost one. We got to find the coin. In Forrest Gump, one time Jenny as an adult comes back to Alabama after she ran. She and Forrest are on a walk together and on their walk they come upon her childhood home. The one that she and Forrest as little kids ran away from to get safe out there in the cornfield to pray. Well, they're on their walk as adults. An obviously traumatized adult Jenny starts cursing and throwing rocks at the house. Rage, anger, tears. God has not wiped away those tears yet. And then the voiceover purifies the scene with truth. As Forrest kneels down beside Jenny and reflects, sometimes I guess there just aren't enough rocks. And then we pan back out from our own personal demons. Because the whole wide world cries out in anger. And the whole wide world cries out in anger for justice. Not just for the individual. But for all creation. That seems so mired in hatred. The gospel good news proclaims on this very day that we can revel in the little victories. Along the way, yes, one day God will wipe away every tear from our eyes. The good news is that God does wipe away tears today. There may be more tears tomorrow, but God wipes away tears today. Even if God somehow does it mysteriously through the hands of our neighbors, God comes running. And then we are also called to be the hands of God. Yeah, I've got to try to live at peace with everyone, but if I'm going to be about the business of God, then sometimes I'm the one in the name of Jesus who needs to wipe away tears. Because it's in those little moments, these little ones, while we're waiting for the big one, it's in these little moments that we are vindicated over and over and over again. We are set free from the conflicts, even if only for a minute. But for that minute, we are set free. And we are at peace, even if only for a second. But during that second, we know peace. But that one second of peace is a foreshadowing. It's a foreshadowing of things to come. And it reminds us that our part is to be peace 
to those who are in turmoil. The call of the church as many parts of one body is to set captives free. Many vindications along the way, many freedoms, and lots of peace. It's already happening, but it's not finished. Not yet complete, not yet. We still have a ways to go, and that's why we keep telling this story in the midst of all this disorientation. Because one day, and this is the gospel, one day there will be no more tears. And one day there will truly be justice for all. And one day there will be enough rocks Amen.